Did you know that the 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate has already raised by 120% this year? This is a big deal. I'm gonna crunch the numbers and tell you how this is affecting Florida home buyers. Hey everybody, Melanie Atkinson here, Realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa, Florida. Today we are talking all about interest rates and how the dramatic increase in interest rates is affecting housing affordability and buyer demand. Now let me say right off the bat, this is not a sky is falling, the housing market is crashing video. This is an episode for those of you who really wanna dig into how interest rates affect a buyer's ability to purchase a home and how that will eventually affect the housing market. As I said in the intro, the 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate has increased by 120% as of filming this video. They have gone from an average of 3.22% in the first week of January to over 7% the first week of November. Here is a handy dandy chart from Freddie Mac that shows the progression of these increases. We were in the threes until the second week in March when we went over 4%. There was a fast increase at that point and we hit 5% just a month later in mid-April. The rates hovered in the fives all summer and then went to 6% on average in mid-September. We had another fast increase in October and we are now over 7% at the beginning of November. That is quite the roller coaster, except with this roller coaster, it just keeps going up. I will not even begin to speculate on when I think rates will start going down. We will talk a bit later about some strategies if you are looking to buy now. At this point, I can present you with all of the historical data that shows you a 7% interest rate is not that strange. In fact, it's completely normal when you look at it from a historical perspective. Prior to 2002, a 7% interest rate was actually considered low. Heck, in the early 80s, your interest rate was probably between 13 and 18%. But since February of 2002, that's over 20 years ago, the national average for a 30-year fixed mortgage rate was under 7%. Today, we are at a 20-year high for mortgage interest rates. Historical data is wonderful, but it doesn't give my buyers any comfort knowing that interest rates were really high in the early 80s. A lot of my home buyers weren't even born then. And although there are a lot of pop culture treasures from the early 80s that should be remembered with getting nostalgia, the interest rates are not one of them. Home buyers today really only remember the interest rates under 7%, and most of them remember the really, really low interest rates of the last couple of years. We saw interest rates in the high twos in 2021. Now we can look back at the last couple of years of interest rates with getting nostalgia, but that was really only part of the picture. You need to remember that during those times, we were dealing with a huge buyer demand that caused a run-up in prices, multiple offer situations, waived inspections, buyers offering to name their children after sellers. It was nuts. I have tons of episodes during those times on my channel. Check out the library. Now you can say to me, yeah, those times were crazy, but with such low interest rates, those buyers had more buying power. They got to lock in their 30-year fixed interest rate at a much lower rate than what's being offered today. And that's exactly right. So now we have high house prices that were run up over the last couple of years because of buyer demand, and we have a 20-year high in interest rates. A buyer buying now is paying more from both sides. It's not hard to figure out why the housing market has slowed. And it is okay that the housing market has slowed. We could never have sustained the pace of the last couple of years. But psychologically, it feels really unfair to those buyers who are looking to purchase now. So I wanted to answer the question, how much more are buyers going to be paying now with the high interest rates versus last year with much lower interest rates? 
And then as I was doing that math, I started wondering how much would house prices have to drop to make up for the increase in interest rates? In other words, if your neighbor has a 3.5% interest rate and you have a 7% interest rate, how much less would you have had to pay for that house to end up with the same principal and interest monthly payment? My nerdy self is super excited to answer all these questions. Let's dig into it. If you bought a house for $700,000 last year and put 20% down, your loan amount was $560,000. At a 3.5% interest rate, your principal and interest per month would be just over $2,500. That same house price of $700,000 with a loan amount of $560,000 at a 7% interest rate makes your monthly principal and interest rate payment just over $3,700. That's over a $1,200 difference per month and over $14,000 difference per year. Now that's a big difference for your timing just being off by one year. Now let's do an example that's a little bit more representative of a first time home buyer. If you bought a house for $400,000 last year, put 20% down, your amount would be $320,000. At an interest rate of 3.5%, your monthly principal and interest payment would be approximately $1,437. At 7%, that payment increases to over $2,100. That's just under a $700 difference per month and over $8,300 per year. Now those are obviously pretty big differences. So buyers are sitting on the sidelines saying, I don't like that discrepancy. Will house prices now fall to make up for this increase in interest rates? So then the question becomes, how much do house prices actually have to fall to make up for the increase in interest rates? Now using the 7% versus the 3.5% interest rate example I was just using, that answer is housing prices would have to fall by 32.5%. Will house prices drop by 32.5%? That's like Great Recession 2011 historical price drops. You can find lots of people on the internet that will argue both sides of this. But on the ground here in Tampa, we don't see any signs yet of a price drop that steep. We have seen some slight month-over-month -month average house price drops. From July to August in my MLS area, it was about 3%. Now from August to September, the price drop was only about 1%. Do these price drops scare me? No. It is to be expected that when buyer demand lessens, that prices will drop. The reason it doesn't really scare me is because we still have very low inventory. For price drops to be as steep as we saw in the Great Recession, we have to have a huge influx of inventory come on the market. The supply has to far outweigh the demand. And as we all know, real estate is very local, so we're going to see different price drops depending on area. But Tampa is still a great city that people want to be in. Here in Tampa, we don't have sellers flooding the market trying to sell their home. Why would they? They probably have really low interest rates. And it is still really hard to find good quality homes for buyers. A lot of what I see lingering on the market are houses that were way overpriced to begin with or are just not in that great of condition. What is happening now is that buyers have more choices. They are able to negotiate like we used to and that feels way more balanced. And those are all good things. The bad side is that they are paying more per month than buyers who bought last year because of the rise in interest rates. And that is a big deal to me. Housing affordability is one of my biggest concerns. It was already a problem, and now with higher rates, a lot of people are being priced out of the market, especially in those first-time homebuyer price points. Is that fair? No. But dwelling on the fact that it isn't fair doesn't change the fact that it has happened. We have to understand how to navigate it. Housing is both a personal and a financial investment. 
People need a place to live and the population has not decreased over the last year. Further, many people do not want to line the pockets of landlords by renting. I totally understand a buyer's hesitancy to buy right now, but I am also working with a lot of buyers that are excited to move because they have to move right now. Buyers are now being presented with options that they didn't have before, both in the house that they're choosing and loan programs. Lenders are getting very creative with different programs. We have three to one buy downs, two one buy downs. First time homebuyer programs are coming back and builders are giving huge incentives again. With these loan programs, you are not necessarily stuck in paying the current interest rate. And if you are, you always have the option of refinancing if interest rates go significantly down. This is what homeowners have always done when rates dip. Rock bottom interest rates in the twos are a historical anomaly. A lot of people took advantage of that to their benefit. Just like people who invested heavily in Amazon stock in 2011, their timing was perfect. The overall message of this episode is that interest rates are of course a very big deal when it comes to your monthly payments. But the new reality is, is that the interest rates are probably not going to be that low again for a very long time, if ever. And people will always need a place to live. So if you're a buyer and you need to move now, I understand the frustration. But if you work with a real estate agent and a lender, we can get you into a loan program and a house that fits nicely within your monthly budget. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.